Just waiting for Omar to join. Okay. Um, I hope he joins soon. I, uh, he's in a different time zone, but I think I, I, did t- I did shoot him a message saying that it would probably be... Oh, there he is. Okay, great. All right, so are you guys ready to do the, uh, the debate? Yes. Yes, I'm ready. Okay, so why don't I start out with the introduction. So uh, abortion is obviously one of the most uh, divisive topics in America. I think it's been one of the most divisive topics since the ruling on Roe v. Wade. Uh, and since, uh, the, um, since it looks like there, might, there could potentially be a change in abortion laws, Soon, with the new Supreme Court Justice Brett Kavanaugh, uh, you know, in the waitings to potentially be confirmed, uh, we decided to uh, bring on uh, two uh, people from opposite ends uh, of the uh, of the abortion debate uh, to uh, make sense of it all. So, uh, first of all, let's uh, we have Omar Yacobi here today. Now, Omar Yacobi is defending a pro-choice stance. And uh, we have uh, Rashawn, who is defending a pro-life stance. Uh, Now, I'm going to try, both of you are very, you know, civilized people, so I do expect that it will be a pretty civilized debate. But just in case it does get out of hand, I'll, you know, I'll just say, uh, you know, okay, guys, keep it civilized. But I doubt that'll happen since you guys are both civilized. So the way this is going to work is I will ask questions uh, and I might typically I'll ask a question to uh, one or both of you. Um, typically, it'll be one of you, and then uh, you'll get a uh, a chance to uh, you'll have a chance to uh, res- you'll have a one minute chance to respond after the one person uh, gives their response. So we're gonna start with um, why don't you guys both introduce yourselves? I'm gonna do a coin flick. To see which person uh, to uh, see which person uh, gets to introduce themselves first. So let's see. So okay, so Arm Omar. Okay, why don't you introduce yourself uh, first? Hi, uh, my name is Omar. I'm a software designer in Oakland, California. Uh, I run the political window Facebook and Twitter feeds, and uh, I've had an interest in politics since around high school. Uh, volunteered for Young Democrats while I was in college, and uh, political activity is a great thing. All right. Um, so, uh, political uh, for uh, or Rasheen, why don't you introduce yourself next? Yeah, I'm Ray Sean Blyden of Political Bomb Show. Um, I've been doing music longer. I've been a musician, pretty successful in that, and my political views are pretty much. I'm a strong, strong conservative, and I just like to get my view, my point of view out there, even though many liberals try to block my point of view. All right. Uh, so um, why don't we start with uh, why, this is a question for both of you, uh, why do you support the position that you do? Uh, since Omar went first last time, why don't we go with Rashawn first? Rashawn, why are you pro-life well i'm pro-life because i well i'm I'm a strong christian and i don't believe that uh babies should be killed i do however do believe in the case of 
violent crimes like rape or mother's life is in danger, I'll make an exception for that. But any other case, I believe that adoption should be the first rule of law there. And I also don't feel, I feel that if Roe v. Wade is overturned, I, I'm thought, thought to think critically. If it's overturned, my thinking is that it's going to go back to the states and the states are going to make their own laws. And I don't think that any states are going to outright ban abortion. So that's my thoughts on that. So, uh, Omar, let's get to you. Why are you defending a pro-choice position or why are you pro-choice? Already something to respond to. Uh, Around 20 states have laws on the books that will either restrict or ban abortion completely if Roe v. Wade is repealed. Uh, As to why I am on the side I'm on, I fundamentally believe that this is a matter of religious freedom. It's a choice of conscience between a woman, her doctor, and her God, uh, or her sense of reason. I I believe reasonable people can disagree on uh, what and when abortion is appropriate. And I trust women uh, to make that decision for themselves. Okay. Anything else? Or is that? That's it. Okay. So uh, why don't we start with the first question? I asked uh, Political Bomb the last question. So we'll ask uh, Omar the first question. So Omar, in your opinion, are there any situations where there should be restrictions on abortions? Like some people will say, like like some people will say, "Oh, I'm pro-choice, but I don't believe uh, in uh, late-term abortion." So, do you think there should be restrictions on abortion? And if so, when do you think? Uh, if well, if not, uh, why not? And if so, when do you think the restrictions should you know come into play? Um, So I I think I just stand with uh, President Clinton's uh, explanation that it should be safe, legal, and rare. Uh, No one's standing out on the street handing out abortion coupons saying, hey, come on in, get your abortion. Mm -hmm. Uh, The late-term abortion is performed. That is because uh, the decision was deemed medically necessary, and I I don't believe the government should be involved uh, in looking over doctors' shoulders when that decision is made. I see. Uh, anything else, or is that? Uh, that that's all I have for now. Yeah. Okay. Uh, sorry, I just want to make sure you got everything out that you wanted to get out. Uh, okay, so now, uh, Rashawn, you will have one minute to respond. Let me start the timer. One minute. All right. You have one minute starting now to respond. Yeah, I'm just wondering how he feels about Planned Parenthood on the awful things that they do there. In as far as selling uh, uh, babies' uh, cells and stuff like that, I just I think that abortion, like I said, should be only for those two reasons: uh, rape and for um, for mothers' life in danger. I'm just wondering, out of curiosity, which 20 states are you saying is going to outright ban abortion? That's my question to you because I don't think that's going to happen even though you say the laws are in the book. Look at the laws for immigration. They've been in the books, but we haven't been enforcing those laws. So why do you think they're going to enforce these laws? I don't understand where you're coming from on that. Is that it? Yes. Okay. All right. Uh, So because he asked you a question, I will give Omar 30 seconds to respond. Starting. Oh, hold on. Let me just get (laughs) it right. Okay. Starting now. 
Okay, uh, so yeah, you can look on the internet for uh, a map of states that have passed laws in response to Roe v. Wade. Uh, I, I believe an outright ban would be immediate, uh, take immediate effect in five states, and the remaining 15 states or, or more, I can't remember the exact number, uh, will institute some kind of automatic restrictions. Uh, so yeah, I think there's one state like Massachusetts where it wouldn't be enforced. As far as selling cells, uh, th this was uh, a stem cell research, which is life-saving, and I, that I don't believe was particularly horrifying. Oh, okay. You, you gotta be kidding me. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, well, you can respond and, and keep it civilized, by the way, guys. But anyways, so um, the next question I have is for uh, Rashawn. So Rashawn, do you believe, you know, assuming it's not a rape, it's not an incident of rape or the woman's life is in danger, do you believe that immediately even if it's very early on in the pregnancy, if a woman discovers uh, she is pregnant early, early on in the, the pregnancy, at that point, even if it is very early on, she's not allowed to get an abortion. Uh, why or why not? Yeah, correct. I just don't think that she should be allowed to have an abortion. It's just, it's just not right, in my, in my opinion. Being Christian, you, you can't take a life. You shouldn't take a life. Just, you know, I don't care how... How you know what the reason is other than the, the two I stated? There should be no reason to take a life. There's someone out there who who would want to love and care for that baby. That baby to grow up to 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 be a, a, a the pres the next president. It could be you know they could uh, change the world. I don't think that a life should be taken under any circumstances other than the two I stated before. Okay, um, is uh, is that it? Yes. Okay, so Omar, you will have a minute to respond starting now. Yeah, so I, I think every child that's brought into this world should be wanted and loved. Uh, there is currently a 40,000-child-long waiting list uh, for adoption of kids in foster care who are waiting for a permanent home, and I, I think that's terrible. Uh, the genetic lottery, yes, let's expand it as much as possible, uh, but let's care for these children after they come out of the room. Uh, while they're in the womb, by the way, they're not yet a life. They're not yet a baby. They, they start out as a zygote. They start out as a fetus, and then they become a child. Uh, so it's important to remember the scientific principles behind this. And I, that's why I said earlier I wasn't horrified about the stem cells. All right. Uh, so uh, the next question I have is for Omar. So one of the debates that's been going on uh, right now is uh, whether taxpayer money should go to services that provide abortions. Do you believe that uh, this is good or necessary? Why or why not? Uh, so let me just say federal law already bans uh, any taxpayer funds from being used for abortion. Because this is an issue of conscience where people can disagree, I think it makes a lot of sense to make sure that taxpayers should not pay into this, though I should mention there are other issues of conscience where people do pay in. <laughs> so I, I think we, we treat this issue very carefully already. Uh, I, I think some of the controversy lately has been that, yes, money goes to Planned Parenthood, and that could be considered as indirectly funding abortions, but most services that Planned Parenthood provides is not abortion. It is uh, other health services for women, such as cancer screenings and uh, just general health advice. Okay. Um... Now, uh, Rashawn, you will have a minute to respond to that, starting now. Yeah, I absolutely disagree with, with uh, Planned Parenthood with the, as far as services go. I would say most of what they're doing is abortion, and, 
there's no, there's nothing that you can tell me that to prove me wrong. And as far <laughs> as um, as far as as taxpayers paying into that, I should not. It's, I shouldn't be forced to pay for something that I believe to be deemed immoral. It should not happen at all whatsoever. And you know, I I just think Planned Parenthood honestly should be abolished. That's my strong opinion, and I won't change my mind on it. It should be abolished. All right. So um, my next question is for Rashawn. So Rashawn, you uh, one of the arguments that a lot of people who are pro-choice tend to make uh, is that if we are never allowing uh, abortions with the exception of, you know, maybe, you know, a woman's life is in danger or, you know, rape or some really awful circumstance. One of the uh, arguments that pro-choice people make is that if uh, is uh, that if they're if abortions are not allowed, uh, should we have more safety nets uh, and more taxpayer-funded programs that go to um, that go to women so that they can support children. Um, you know, typically conservatives uh, are against that, but many people argue that if they're going to have the child, then they're going to need, and they're in a really bad financial state, they're going to need uh, taxpayer services ultimately. To support the child. So do you agree with that or do you disagree with that? Um, and if you disagree with that, what are some ways in your mind that uh, we can help uh, uh, children that are born into poverty? Yeah, I, I'm, def- I'm against it. I don't think that we should have any more, um, any more programs to fund that. I just, I just don't think that it's going to happen. Honestly, I just don't feel that even though he claims that it's in 20 states that they're going to outright uh, ban abortion, I don't think it's going to happen. So I don't think that we're going to ever be in that situation. But if a child is born born into poverty, I think we kind of do have a moral obligation to help them, not to have them stay on, on the, in the system forever, but to help them until they can they could do better for themselves. That's the problem with welfare. There's many people who just want to stay on the system forever and they just w- expect me as a hard taxpayer to, to foot the bill and they just want to be lazy. I feel if, if they need the help, get in the system and then try to work your way out of it. Okay. Now, Omar, you will have a minute to respond to that starting now. Well, I don't know if Rashad is aware, but welfare reform passed in 1998 ended lifetime welfare assistance. So you now have to work for a living. That it's no longer a choice to go without uh, as far as the rest, uh, <laughs> sorry, my, my memory is slipping. I, I can't remember what was even said. Can you remind me of uh, the topic that was up for discussion? So the topic was if – here, I'll pause the one minute right there. So the topic was uh, – that I asked Rashawn was uh, – because one of the arguments that many people on the pro-choice side make is that, okay, if there's really restrictive – if abortion is completely banned with the exception of maybe rape – uh, and the woman's life being in danger, then uh, are we obligated to give uh, financial services to uh, women that may, you know, maybe aren't financially capable of raising a child at that point? Mm-hmm. Um, and Rashawn said no, but um, they we have a moral obligation to help them, but we shouldn't uh, be get putting them on welfare. 
Yeah. Um, so I, I guess I just had trouble with that question because it makes it sound like uh, welfare assistance would be an appropriate substitute for depriving the woman of the decision of whether to have the child. And I, I just, I, I guess I disagree with the premise of the question. Okay. Um, so is there anything else or? That's all I have. Okay. So the next question is for uh, Omar. And the question is, do you believe in your mind that when a child, because you, you, you said you agree with the premise of, uh, of uh, safe legal and do you believe, well, yeah, I think you said you believe in the Bill Clinton sort of stance on abortion, which is that when they said that say it should be safe, legal and rare, do you believe in, oh, wait, where'd he go? Hello? Did he disappear? I think he did. Apparently he wasn't liking the way the debate was going then. Well, no, I don't think it was that. Hold on. Why don't I turn this off and I can reinvite them? I think it was probably a connection issue. Okay. Oh. He, I got, he got back to me. Oh, there you are. Okay, we're back on. Okay, good. So I'll just splice the two segments together later on. Um, but anyways, so let's continue. So I believe the next question was for Omar. Mm-hmm. So the question I had for Omar uh, was you now you said earlier I believe correct me if I'm wrong you kind of implied you believed in Bill Clinton's state or you agreed with Bill Clinton's statement that abortion should be safe legal and rare right is that correct correct so do you believe that when during the early stages of a pregnancy do you believe that that is a life and do you believe life begins at conception uh so I, I believe by some biological definitions, you can say that, yes, uh, life does begin at conception because there is a dividing cell there. But I, I think it's also important to remember doesn't necessarily mean a human being as we know it. Uh, so it, it starts out as something called a zygote. It's unrecognizable. It is literally a clump of cells. Uh, eventually, it forms into something semi-amphibious that kind of looks like a, maybe a little fish, and that's called a fetus. Uh, and then eventually it starts developing human characteristics as the pregnancy goes on. So I, I think that if there's one place we can find agreement, it's that if an abortion happens, it should happen as soon as possible rather than later in the pregnancy. All right. Uh, now, Rashawn, I will give you a minute to respond to that. Yeah, I just I'm, I'm sorry, but I just feel that abortion should not be an option at all other than the of the mother being life in danger or or violent crime i just will not i'm just too strongly religious and believe in god and don't believe that we have the right to do that we shouldn't have the right to do that i'm not i'm not god and i can't judge anyone but i just don't think it's right i don't think it should be done and i really still believe planned parenthood needs to be abolished and or made into a private um, company. That's all pretty right. much all I have to say on that. Okay, so my next question is for Rayshawn. Uh, do you believe, you know, you've said many of the arguments you've made is that you're, you're, you're Christian. Um, do you believe that there should be, oh, sorry, that was the end of the one minute mark. Uh, so uh, do you believe that there should be a separation of church and state, uh, especially when it comes to the issue of abortion, uh, yes or no? 
Yes, I think it should be a separation. I don't think that the uh, the state should uh, should be allowed to dictate anything that goes on in the church. I, I do know that some churches take funding from the government, so I don't know. I don't even think they should be doing that, but I I think it should be separated. All right. Um, we will now give uh, Omar a one-minute chance to respond. So uh, separation of church and state, I believe the one you're referring to is the one I learned in church, which is that there should be a separation of state from church to allow the church to do what it wants. Uh, my concept of separation of church and state comes from Thomas Jefferson, who believed that there should be a wall between the two and that church should not dictate public policy and public policy should not dictate the church. So it needs to go both ways. Um, if there is a law that happens to be passed and has been passed, <laughs> if Roe v. Wade is repealed, uh, we will have back alley abortions and women suffering because of that. Abortions happened before Roe v. Wade. They just didn't get better medical conditions to have it done under to protect a woman's life. All right. Is that it? Yep. Okay. So the next question is for Omar. So, Omar, there has been um, a lot of talk. You know, we've talked a lot about Roe versus Wade and whatnot. Um, do you believe that there is uh, a constitutional uh, argument to be made for Roe v. Wade? Because many people, you know, with the Supreme Court and whatnot, do you believe there's an, uh, a constitutional argument to be made about Roe v. Wade? Why or why not? So I, I do believe there is. Uh, so the decision of Roe v. Wade was handed down during a, a, what would some people call a, an activist court period. Uh, mm -hmm. What they did with Roe v. Wade is that they took together all the amendments uh, in the Bill of Rights and they said, OK, from what these say, we can imply there is a right to privacy in those amendments. And I, I agree with that approach, because if you look at unreasonable search and seizure, I think it is extremely unreasonable to go inside a woman's vagina and say what goes on there using the law. <laughs> uh, so from that very practical standpoint, I agree with Roe v. Wade. All right. So we will now give uh, Rashawn a chance to a one minute chance to respond to that. Yeah, Sorry, I, I, I just, no, I, that doesn't make any sense to me. I don't think that 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 anyone's trying to dictate what goes on with in between, in between, you know, with the woman at all. I don't think that's you know, I don't think that's accurate at, at all. What he just said there. So I don't. I disagree with completely with everything he just said there. Okay, so. The next, um, the next question is for uh, Omar, or not Omar, sorry, for uh, Rashawn. So, Rashawn, if abortion were to be outlawed, do you think there should be any legal punishment for women that uh, get um, a back alley abortion or, get, or somehow get an abortion like Omar suggested earlier? Why, uh, why or why not? Again, I just really don't feel that it's going to be outlawed. But hypothetically, if it is outlawed and women are not allowed to have abortion, I just don't see it happening. I mean, but, you know, hypothetical, if it does happen, then, yeah, there should be some type of of uh, of, uh, of um, punishment for women doing that to themselves. But I just for the record, I don't think it's going to happen. OK, Um now, Omar, you will have one minute to respond to that. Uh, so it's just a very interesting point of view because uh, five states have passed laws that specifically say 
in the law that if Roe v. Wade is repealed, abortion will be banned. Uh, and it's interesting because it seems like my debate opponent is trying to have it both ways when he says that the state shouldn't dictate things, but that abortion should be against the law. Because uh, that's really what this is about. I, I think we agree the state, uh, but we just have uh, someone here who doesn't believe that the laws will actually be passed when they already have. <laughs> yeah, but, but... A similar dynamic in Trump's election. People thought, oh, he can't be that bad. And then it turns out he is in a lot of ways. Uh, so I, I'd rather not leave it to chance. Okay. So um, it sounded like uh, uh, Rashawn wanted, some, wanted to respond to that question. So I'm going to give you 30 seconds to respond to that, Rashawn, starting now. Again, even though it's law, let's, let's look at immigration. There's laws on the book. Have they been enforcing the laws all these years? No. So why do you think it's going to be different for abortion laws as they are for immigration laws. Uh, so yeah, it, it, I think it's been a major uh, platform plank of the political party, uh, national political party, the GOP, to get these laws passed and on the books. Uh, President Trump himself, and you just said a moment ago, uh, has said that there should be some kind of punishment for abortion. So uh, I don't think it's crazy to think that people are going to act on what you guys are saying. Mm. Interesting. Um, so the next question is for Omar. So Omar, do you believe that abortion is strictly a women's rights issue? Uh, why or why not? Uh, I do believe that because it, this is ultimately about uh, one gender out of two in our society and what happens to their lives based on an act committed by the other gender. Uh, so I, I, I think it's really important for women to maintain autonomy in a, a nominally secular society that isn't dictated by religious laws uh, to have the ultimate say about whether or not this procedure happens. Okay, uh, and now we will give um, Rashawn a chance to respond. And my answer is no, because listen, everyone is responsible for their actions. If, if I do something that re- that uh, that's Let's say, you know, I, I get someone pregnant and I'm a kid and I get someone pregnant. I should be responsible enough to take care of it without trying to evade your responsibilities by killing a baby. So I definitely say no. Abortion should not be her, her, free, way, her free ride out. She, she did this to, to herself initially <laughs> and it should, she should take care of it and be a responsible parent. And I'm, that's just how I feel. I'm not going to, going to waver on that. I, it's interesting. Cause I actually have a question for Omar similar to that later. So you can, you can respond to that later. Cause I have a question that's very similar to that. Um, but the, the next question I had for Rashawn, I asked you if you believe women should be punished if they get abortion in a reality where abortion is illegal. Do you believe the doctor should be punished uh, yes or no? Like, do you think there should be any legal consequences uh, if a doctor performs an abortion? Why oh, or why not? Absolutely, because it, it will. It, it's like I've said before. No one's above the law. If you break the law, you should be punished. I don't care if you're a blue collar worker, a doctor, a lawyer, or a president, or whoever you are. If you break the law, you should be punished. And I think doctors should lose their license. And when they see other doc, it will. It would. Uh, Deter, deter other doctors from 
doing illegal abortion. So absolutely, they should be punished. Okay, Omar, you will now have a minute to respond. That, that was just a really chilling thought there. The idea that a doctor could be uh, prevented from practicing medicine simply because they're trying to save the life of a woman who has potentially undergone their own abortion procedure because appropriate medical care wasn't available to her. And I, I think this goes back to this being fundamentally a women's rights issue. I don't think the other side has completely thought through the consequences of imposing legal consequences here. All right. Um, so uh, my next question uh, is for you, Omar. And uh, my question is, uh, uh, do you, as, as he just said earlier, uh, do you believe abortion is a personal responsibility issue? Uh, like, cause as, cause one of the things where Sean was saying was that he believes that, uh, if somebody gets another person pregnant, uh, or, or if, you know, if a child is conceived, then both parties have to own up to that and raise that child. Do you believe that this is an issue of personal responsibility? Why or why not? Uh, to some degree, I, I think you can be as responsible as you can be. But I think you also have to realize life doesn't always work out the way you planned. Uh, I, I will buy 100% into the personal responsibility argument if we go 10 years without a Republican sex scandal. Because they, they preach this individual responsibility and morality, and they don't follow it themselves. Who can? We're biologically programmed to do this stuff, and it keeps happening. Uh, and by the way, when you do the act, even if you take birth control or use condoms, it's still possible that uh, a, 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 the cells match and you, you get some little clump of cells there. You, know? <laughs> you might get a positive pregnancy test, even though you took all the steps that you could take to prevent the pregnancy. And that's why we need abortion to be safe legal and yes rare all right so uh hold on i'm trying to remember what my question was um so um oh, oh yeah so here oh yeah i remember now so um so rashawn so a lot of what you've been talking about is about you know your christian background and whatnot um now what are your thoughts on birth control because uh I know because I went to Catholic school and one of the one of the things they said was, you know, they very much prohibited uh, was the use or what, one of the things they they strongly were against or strongly advised against was the use of birth control. But many people uh, have argued uh, that, uh, you know, using birth control could be a way of, uh, you know, of having, you know, responsible sex without you know risking a pregnancy an unplanned pregnancy uh do you agree with the church's stance or do you believe with uh with the religious stance i don't know if you're protestant or catholic but do you believe oh you're protestant so do you believe do you agree with uh the stance of many christians that uh birth control is wrong and immoral or do you think that it should be uh encouraged in order to uh prevent the risk of an unplanned pregnancy thus uh preventing the risk of having an abortion before i answer that i just i just couldn't let go what he said about republican sex scandals because i'm pretty (laughs) sure that democrat sex scandals are completely worse but i'll put that aside for now and uh say that i do agree with the church stance on it but i mean uh i think that if if there's no birth control, maybe more abortions might go up in percentage, which would be a bad thing. So even though I'm with the church on it, I don't think it should be outlawed. Okay. 
All right. So, Omar, we will give you a chance to respond starting now. Yeah. Uh, so Democrat sex scandals being worse. Wow. That's a, a really big one. I mean, Republicans have uh, you know, cheated on their marriages. They've divorced several times. They've uh, they've been caught being pedophiles. Uh, I, I don't I can't think of a Democrat who's been caught doing that last one. Uh, but anyway, besides that, uh, the substance of the issue, if you could remind me, because I keep forgetting. Uh, so the the what it was, was mainly um, the question was because he he has talked a lot about, you know, being a, a, a Catholic. So my um, my question to him was uh, if um in terms of the or no or not being Catholic, he claims to be religious, or he says he's very religious. He's he's very staunchly Protestant, and he's and he you know he's mentioned that a lot. And so I said, you know, a lot of Christians believe that you know birth control is immoral, but um, he uh, oh sorry, he uh, a lot of Christians believe birth control is immoral and should be discouraged, but other people believe it should be encouraged because. Uh, if somebody has sex using birth control, then that could uh, lead to um, uh, is that 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 could lead to a woman not getting pregnant, which could reduce the need to get an abortion. Uh, and um, so, what what are you what are you, what, are you um, what was your response again, Rashawn, to that? Just real quick. No, I said basically that. I, I'm with the Christians on that, but I think that if it was outlawed, perhaps abortion would skyrocket and go up even further. So it, it's something that I think that should not be outlawed. Okay. Uh, so now you, I will give you a minute, or I'll give you... Um, 45 uh, seconds. <laughs> yeah, okay. 45 seconds to respond to that, uh, Omar. Uh, starting, so hold on, let me just get to 45. Okay, starting now. So yeah, interestingly, I I think that's one area where we might actually be able to find agreement uh, is that, yes, birth control is a great way to, uh, I I wouldn't necessarily say prevent, but uh, severely limit the risk of an abortion. And I say limit because even the best birth control, I think, has uh, 99 point something percent effectiveness. uh, effectiveness, And there Mm -hmm. is no percent birth control solution. Uh, so it is just important to keep that in mind as we talk about whether abortion should be legal, because I see abortion, early abortion, especially as part of that, that birth control mechanism. OK, so the next question I have for you, Omar, on the topic of birth control, one of the arguments many people make about birth control is that birth control can sometimes be unhealthy uh, for the woman Um at least that, that was what I was told in, in school was that, a, you know, birth control it can often be unhealthy and whatnot. Uh, what, what, what is your response to this? So I, I believe that is propaganda from religious authorities who are trying to scare women away from uh, traditional women's health care. Uh, any treatment has side effects and we don't call those things unhealthy. It's just part of it's something to talk with your doctor about whether those risks are worth the benefits. Uh, I I know the most effective birth control, for example, uh, IUDs, I believe it's called. Uh, They're an implant that you you put up there (laughs) to physically block sperm from entering the egg. Uh, And yes, some of them can cause serious side effects, and it's important to be aware of those. Uh, But I I know of no permanent side effects uh, that would permanently harm a woman from, from using that. All right.
Um, so now I will give uh, Rashawn uh, a one minute to respond, starting now. Yeah, I don't know too much on on uh, on the um, the pills that women use and the and the uh, the side effects, but I'm sure that that plenty plenty of these pills must have bad side effects. So I don't I can't really make a, a comment on it until I do more research on it. Okay. Um, so, okay, I'm trying to, okay. Uh, so, um, my next question is for you, Rashawn. So, Rashawn, um, one of the things, uh, people say, uh, one of the things, uh, or, or you said earlier that you believe that there should be a penalty for doctors who perform abortions. What type of penalty, uh, do you believe would be suitable in your mind? Do you think that it should be, like they go to prison, they um, they are fined. Uh, what do you think should be uh, the penalty? I think first time offense should be a, a fine. Second time they lose their license to practice uh, to practice medicine. All right, uh, and Omar, uh, I will give you a minute to respond. Yeah, I mean, I, just going back to what I said earlier, uh, I think it's horrifying that we would deprive doctors the right to practice medicine just because they're helping uh, women who have a medical need uh, when they no longer want their pregnancy. Um, it, it's that is a scary thought for me, and that that's not a country I want to live in. It's not a. It's not. Okay, a... hold on, hold on. Uh, I will give you thirty seconds to respond. Uh, starting. Uh... Now, okay, say your it, point, Rashawn. It's not a medical need. It's it's a choice. She wants to make a choice to 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 evade her responsibility of being a parent. So I disagree. It's not a choice. Uh, okay. Um. So next, uh, the next question is for Omar. Uh, so, oh, so, did you want to respond, Omar? Uh. Yeah. Uh, okay. It's Go ahead. Uh. I mean. Yeah, to, to some degree, there, there is free agency involved, but you have to consider the circumstances that might lead someone to make that choice. And they, they aren't always the one that maximize individual freedom, according to Republican uh, uh, philosophy. <laughs> so uh, a, a woman might feel compelled to make that choice uh, by external factors, and she will attempt it on her own without medical help. And it's at that point that she might need a doctor's help. And I am deathly afraid of doctors not wanting to treat that woman because they might lose their license. All right. So, oh, sorry. Okay. So, um, so the next question I have for you, Omar, uh, is uh, many people argue that uh, now I know a lot of people like to say, you know, a lot of people tend to argue that uh, a fetus is as morally, a lot of people tend to argue when somebody says, oh, well, you know, a fetus or uh, an unborn child, depending on how you look at it, um, when they're when they're first conceived, if you abort that early on, uh, that's that's the equivalent of murdering, let's say, a dog or a cat. Uh, do you agree that uh, uh, an early fetus has the same moral value as, say, a pet? Uh, why or why not? I, I don't. I, I think that it's actually uh, less, if, if we were to assign a value uh, to this life, it is less than that of a pet because it's not fully formed yet. It is a cellular organism, just like amoeba or, or viruses or bacteria. Uh, it, it is 
very insignificant at that point. So insignificant, as a matter of fact, I'll point you to Ecclesiastes in the Bible, where it talks about if a woman miscarries, they don't hold a funeral for the fetus. They say that the, the life never existed. You know, and I, I think that's actually scientifically accurate. It has no memory. It has uh, no ability to think or reason or speak. Uh, not, it, it experiences none of the things that we normally associate with life. All right. So um, I'm going to give uh, Rayshawn one minute to respond to that. I'm absolutely outraged by what he just said, that a fetus is less, less significant than a pet. I, I just... It's hard for me to even compose myself in a yeah, civilized sure. manner by, by what he just said there. A fetus is more insignificant ins- than a pet? Are you kidding me? Keep it. Okay. Here. Uh, keep uh, it. I did not use the word fetus. Okay. Okay. What right. did, what? I, I, I'll, I'll, okay. That was on me. I, 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 I said fetus or unborn child, depending on how you know you look at it. So that was on me. So you continue, guys. Yeah, I don't. So, really, that's pretty much it. I thought that he was was saying that a fetus was more insignificant than a pet. Okay. Do you have anything to respond to, Omar? I can give you thirty seconds if you'd like. Sure. Yeah, I, I was referring only to the multicellular stage before it becomes a fetus. Once it becomes a fetus, yeah. I mean, uh, I just at that point I wouldn't even want to compare it to uh, a cat or a dog because it, it's it's starting to become human. You know, I can understand people's sense of moral urgency around that stage of development because, yeah, it, it starts to have some human characteristics. All right. So the next question um, is for uh, Rashawn. So, uh, Rashawn, so, um, so one of the arguments many people say is that Republicans are hypocrites because Republicans uh, claim to be for small government and civil liberties and yet uh, they don't want to, according, now this is just the argument that some people make, they make the argument that Republicans don't care, uh, or they, they're, they're hypocrites because they claim to care about small government and civil liberties, and yet they don't want uh, a woman to make her own decisions about what she wants to do with her own body. Uh, do you agree with that or not? Uh, why or why not? No, I just, I disagree with that because... When it comes to abortion, it's a whole different, uh, you know, it's just, it just, I, I think that abortion is, like I said, it's morally wrong. So I think it's, it's a question of morality. That's the reason why. So I don't think that, that we're, we're being hypocritical as Republicans. I think that it's, it's the moral issue of, of having abortion. That's what it is. Okay. Uh, would you like to respond to that, um, Omar? Uh, so it, it, I think it's a fairly uh, political point that you were making about the hypocrisy. Um, and I, I will leave others to make those kinds of points because I, I think they involve comparisons that, uh, you know, I, I, I'd just rather stick to the issue. <laughs> All right. Is that it? Yeah. Okay. Um, so, uh, okay. So the next uh, question I have is for Omar. So, Omar, now you supported Hillary Clinton in 2016, right? Uh, correct. So, Hillary Clinton, um, one thing she said about on the issue of abortion, which she got a lot of heat for, was she said that uh, a child in the womb has absolutely no constitutional rights. Do you agree with this or not? 
I do, and I, it goes back to what I was saying about the, the amendment against unreasonable search and seizure. Uh, there is a wall, I think, that should exist, not only between church and state, uh, but between government and the inside of a woman's vagina. Whatever our opinions are about that fetus, I think it's wrong for the law to literally reach inside there and dictate what goes on, uh, in, regardless of what the woman thinks. And, and this actually becomes a form of slavery for women uh, to start to have their behavior dictated by others who think they know better. All right. So, Rayshawn, you will have one minute to respond to that starting now. <laughs> OK, so I, I keep going back to morality, I guess. I'm not going to say that Democrats or liberals, I guess their their moral values are not as strong as my values. That's just I just don't think that abortion is uh, abortion is basically there's it's a moral obligation to the for the government to protect the fetus because it's a moral obligation. It's not nothing to do with protecting the woman and and treating her like like a slave or whatever. I just don't agree with that argument there. It's, it just doesn't make sense to me. Did it sounded like did you want to respond to that? Omar? I do. OK, I'll give you 30 seconds. Hold on. Let me just put down 30 seconds. Give me one second. Do, 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 do. OK, starting now. So, yeah, it might make sense to you because you're not a woman uh, and you haven't thought through some of the consequences of these laws that will have a very real impact on women's lives uh, and not always in a good way. Uh, Often very bad things happen when we try to institute it. Yes, it's a very high minded morality, uh, but it collides with reality in some very frightening and and harmful ways. Okay. All right. Okay, so I'll give you 30 seconds to respond. uh, Rashawn, starting now. Well, you said that I'm a, not a woman. I'm, I'm quite sure you're not a woman either. So how would you know better than I know? Because uh, I have talked to women and I have heard their stories. And I have also uh, one of my projects. Okay, so um, uh, so uh, the next question I have is for Rishon. So Rishon, one of the arguments uh, many people <laughs> who are pro-choice make uh, are that... Uh, a baby, when a baby is very, very early in its stages, uh, the child cannot feel pain. Or according to science, the child cannot feel, or that that child can't feel pain. So is it, so a lot of people tend to say that it's not, it's, if a child doesn't feel pain, uh, is it really that cruel? Is abortion really, or is it really that cruel if, uh, the child isn't feeling that much pain. Why or why not? Yeah, I, I just I don't know. I, I don't know that the child isn't feeling pain. But even if the child is not feeling pain, it's it's. I just fundamentally disagree with with uh, killing the child. It's just not an option for me. It's just I just don't think that um, that we should be going around killing babies just because the woman. She made a mistake, maybe, and she decided that, or she regret having unprotected sex, maybe, and, and she didn't want to have the baby. And so she decided, okay, I'm just going to kill this baby because, because I made a mistake, and now the baby's got to suffer for your mistake. Okay, so, Omar, you have a minute to respond to that. So, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go back to the fact that birth control is never 100% effective. The only 100% effective method of birth control is to not have sex. So if you impose a law that punishes women for an aspect of their bodies, 
an aspect of their bodies like that, you are essentially condemning them to a life of abstinence until they get married. And that is the, ult that is the ultimate goal of the church in banning uh, birth control and access to abortion. Okay, so I'm going to do one last, one more question for Omar, and then we're going to do closing statements. So, uh, Omar, uh, one of the arguments that many pro-lifers make is that uh, is the three-fifths compromise, uh, which said that, which essentially implied that uh, slaves were only three-fifths of a person. One of the arguments many pro-lifers make is that abortion, that if we are to say that, that uh, a fetus doesn't have as much personhood as um, a human being, then is that, is that the same thing uh, as the three-fifths compromise? Uh, do you agree with this? Why or why not? Absolutely not. And I'll tell you why. It's because uh, the three-fifths compromise applied to fully formed human beings that have 100% equivalent functionality to you or I. Uh, when, when, we're, when we're talking about a fetus that is still in the womb, it's at different stages of development where it has different capabilities and, and different characteristics. So I think we should be looking at those when we think about that argument. Okay, so now uh, I will give you, Rashawn, I will give you a minute to respond, starting now. Yeah, I just uh, feel that that um, it should apply because it's, it's, um, your, your, your argument is that the fetus is not a human, but I'm, I'm going to dis disagree on that because you, you, when, when, the, when the baby, is, the fetus is in the womb and it, it's, it's already forming a personality before it's even born. So I'm going to just disagree with that. I just think that it should apply and, and um, you know, that's just the way it should be. I don't really understand why someone would say that it's not. All right. So, oh, oh sorry, sorry. Uh, you, I'll give you 30 seconds to respond starting now. Go ahead, Omar. So I didn't say it wasn't human. I said it's not fully human. And this is just a question of degree. As we go through different stages of development, what capabilities does it have? And, and how close to being a fully grown human being is it? Okay. Do you want to respond to that, Rashawn, or no? No. I just think that whether or not it's fully formed or not, the, you shouldn't kill the baby. That's all I have to say on that. Okay. So uh, anything else you want to say, Omar? No, I'm good for now. Okay. So uh, we, um, I know you probably haven't scripted anything, but, you know, just off the top of your, uh, your head, if, uh, you want to do uh, closing statements, uh, starting with uh, Omar. Uh, sure. So uh, just to recap what I said earlier, I, I ultimately, I think this is an issue of conscience. Uh, it's a very difficult decision, and it's something that I, I don't think you can fully encapsulate in any law. And I, I think this is a decision that should rest between uh, a woman, her doctor, and uh, her, her God, her conscience. Uh, and that, that's where I think the law should end. Um, there, it's, there's a possibility that we could come to some uh, rational agreement based on the scientific evidence that maybe there's some weeks after conception that, okay, no one uh, in their right mind could support ending this life uh, capriciously like just suddenly deciding they don't want the pregnancy anymore. Uh, I think that's maybe one area where we could reach out and try to negotiate some kind of compromise. Uh, but aside from that, I, I never want to endanger a woman's life 
just because we have this ideal uh, that comes from this ancient uh, tradition or, or, or concept that's actually not quite so ancient. It's really misguided. As I mentioned, in Ecclesiastes, if there was a miscarriage, they didn't consider it a life. All right. And uh, so, Rashawn, uh, I will, uh, you can now uh, give your closing statement. Yeah, I just feel that abortion, it's a moral issue. It's not a woman's right issue. And once a woman have you know decide once a woman is pregnant she should not be allowed to have an abortion because it's it's a moral issue and it's not it's not it has nothing to do with the woman's rights now many people would probably disagree but i just feel that like i said everyone is responsible for their own actions and if the woman decides to have unprotected sex or you know or for some reason the condom breaks or whatever and the baby's conceived then they should own up to the responsibility and do the right thing and don't be a murderer and kill the baby or kill the, kill the fetus. I just will not change my mind on that. There's, there's nothing that you can tell me that will make me morally feel that that's right. Morally, that's wrong. All right. Well, thank you, gentlemen. This has been a very, very fascinating debate. You guys can go, everybody listening can go check out their, uh, their shows um and their podcasts um also uh omar he's been in past episodes of politics weekly i actually have a new episode of politics weekly coming out this tuesday with Rashawn as uh the guest uh for the first time so thank you both for uh attending the debate welcome uh you know i'd love to have you on to uh, discuss other issues um so we can discuss that in other at other points and uh thank you everybody for watching. So I think that's all I have to say. So bye guys. Bye. Right. Bye. Good one. Bye.